fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Weight Loss Journey. My name is Scott Switch. I'm the Clydesdale. She is Cheryl Nasso. She is my nutrition coach. And we are here to update you on all things going on in our lives. Yeah. I feel like I want to be like, hey, Lex, I'm here too. She said, hi, Scott. I don't get a hello. I'm just, hey. I'm just messing. I'm just Lex messing. Lex is my friend. Yeah, I guess I'm. I'm just not on that. I'm not. I'm not on that level. I don't get a hello. Um, anyways, so you had surgery on Friday. Uh, I listen, did. I listened to your roundtable a little bit. So I mean, I'm sure you can. I mean, I know that everybody listened to all of your shows, hopefully. But um, want to give us an update on how things went and uh, how you're feeling post surgery. So Lex says hi, Cheryl. You are VIP too. <laughs> well thanks Lex we'll be on first name basis next time I see you <laughs> um, you've probably competed against her before probably years ago um, so anyway um, so surgery was Friday um, I went in there was a couple things I didn't anticipate and one was they put me on a um, a breathing tube so that they could work on the sinuses so I was not anticipating that um, so that was a little bit scary when I got there, but I was out. I didn't even know they did it or pulled it out other than that. My throat was scratchy when it was over. Um, so that went on when they got in there, it was much worse than they anticipated. And so they actually had to remove tissue that was infected. Um, and then, there, so there's a lot of sutures in there that weren't anticipated so when I went into the surgery, they told me it'd be, I could be back to work on Monday and that it would be a week and I could get back to normal activity. Now they're telling me three weeks. Jeez. And I will tell you just moving my, like nodding my head forward, the pressure that hits the front of my sinuses is so immense. Um, it feels like my cheeks are going to explode. Yeah. I was listening to you talking about it on the, uh, the round table. And I think what really was like the fact that when you sneeze that you have to like sneeze through your mouth, I'm like, Oh my God, that's gotta be so scary. Like being afraid to sneeze. Cause you're like afraid of messing something up. I just right now it's gotta be crazy. So, so I'll tell you like leading up to today, like everything was getting better. And then today it feels like everything is trying to get out. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've actually sneezed way more today than I have the entire process. The drainage has been immense um, and I can't blow my nose. So yeah. it's, it's, I just have to take it as it kind of comes and, and I can do light blows through my nose, but not like a, like you would blow your nose. Right. Um. Lex asks, I feel like a sneeze is so sudden. How do you switch to your mouth? You know, the um, old thing, you have to look at the light. 
So I will tell you, these sneezes are not sudden. Like they're telling me they're coming. Yeah. So whatever's going on in there, like it's, there's, it's so irritated that I can feel it coming on. And then it's just hold on and kind of let it come out my mouth. Right. Um, so, but today's just been, I think, I think today's the hurdle. Like, I think if I can get through today, everything will be um, more easy once I get on the other side. Um, but today has just been constant drainage, constant coughing, um, and constant sneezing all day. Um, it's a little bit better this evening than it was this, this morning. Um, but yeah, I actually had to call off work. Yeah. So. Oh, darn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, darn, that work thing. Oh, it's just not feeling good. It's like back in the day when you were sick for school and you're like, I'm not, I'm not going to go to school today because I'm sick. But uh, yeah, that sucks, man. So three weeks recovery, not a big deal. If, if three weeks is all it takes for you to get you feeling 100% again, I mean, it's worth it. Um, how's like your sleep been? Have you been having a hard time sleeping? Uh, so I fall asleep and then I wake up at like three o'clock in the morning and I'm up for a couple hours. Um, and it's like, there's some drainage that happens while I was asleep that affect me and I've got to like clear it out. Then once I do, I can sleep the rest of the morning, um, until I have to go to work. Okay. Gotcha. Um, all right. So it's funny because like I mentioned last week when we were talking about starting this push up thing, I'm like, uh, it's going to be like, I think it's going to be kind of hard. Cause like, you know, being yeah, in that position, you know, that's one of the topics I wanted to talk about. That is definitely out. Yeah. I, I, um, I kind of like, didn't want to say that cause I was being optimistic, but I kind of anticipated that at least for a week, you being face down was going to be really like out of the question just because of the nature of what you had going on, that that was going to be really hard. But I did put together a week one push up thing for you and I sent it over to you so we can get on that, like going into maybe next month. We'll wait till next month. So, but yeah, uh, I think that's, we're going to have to move it to next month. I, the, I think next month is good. Yeah. Cause I'm not even allowed to weigh. I'm not allowed to lift over 10 pounds yeah. for three weeks. Jeez. What is your yeah. size to do what you lifting? It's about the stitches, not busting. Oh, you're going to, you're going to clinch so hard. You're going to pop a stitch. That's <laughs> what I think what they're worried about. Yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. So what does workouts look for you? Look like for you for the next three weeks? So they want me walking or moving. So I've done bike this week, just like long, slow yeah. bike rides. The old uh, one too. Um, because it's, they want the blood flow. So mm -hmm. the, nothing clots anywhere, but in the sinus. Yeah. Um, so that's what I've been doing for that. Um, and it's gotten cold here in the North. Uh, our highs are like 70. So, um, I, I shouldn't be bad walking. Uh, so I'm going to try to do a little bit of that as well. You can make it a little bit more exciting and put a ruck pack on if you want to. Yeah. Yeah, I have to do it over 10 pounds or I might pop a stitch. Yeah, I um, Yeah, I mean, does Polaris have open gym time? Uh, they do some, yeah. I just feel like you might want to do that only because, I mean, at least you have some variety with being able to use the rower, you know, not always having to do the, the bike if you wanted to. Yeah. You know, 
That's a thought. And right now, like, I just I feel so bad. I like I wouldn't even. And then another thing that happened is I got an allergic reaction to the tape they put across my nose. Okay. So I have blisters under my eyes. I don't even know if you can tell. Like I have looks like rosy cheeks, but the there's actually like blisters there. Hot mess express. Yeah. And like Charlie said yesterday, like, of course that would happen to me. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. The weird allergy things, you know. Um, okay. So I know we spoke a little bit about, did you step on the scale at all since your surgery? No, still haven't gotten on that. Okay. So no, um, I stepped on the scale at surgery. Okay. But it was in kilograms. Okay. But it, and it wasn't my scale. It was their scale. So I don't. Right. Kilograms. I, I remember the number. Um, and that was also probably after you'd been up for a little bit and well, we were fasted likely, right? Just fasted since midnight to like 730 in the morning. Okay. You don't remember what the weight was though? Um, I want to say it was like 140-ish. Well, the hard thing about kilos is that if you're not spot on, it, 140 to 141 is like three pound difference, right? So 140 kilos is uh, 308. Wow. So that is. It was like of, 140 point something. It was what? 140 point something. Okay. So 140 is 308. So that gives Holy us. Holy yeah. clothes with shoes and everything, all my stuff okay. in my pocket. Clothes, shoes, pockets. Do you think you had eight pounds of stuff on you? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I was stressed, though. Like, when they told me all the stuff about the breathing tube and everything. Yeah. So I, so. Think, that, I think that we should get an accurate idea of where you're at, right? Like, and this is so important for people to realize, Okay. Self-monitoring is something that we all have to hold ourselves accountable to because even in a place where we are maintaining, you know, at some point um, we want to make sure that habits and such aren't sinking us back into a place. And as life changes and energy expenditure changes, we have to be able to adjust to those changes to ensure that we don't gain weight. Like, Sometimes the goal isn't weight loss. Sometimes it's making sure that we're adjusting to the changes. And you have had quite a few changes over the last, you know, month or so. You have not been able to get back in the gym as consistent because of all of this crap, you know? So I think that people tend to avoid the scale because they are afraid of like, what, 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 what are we really afraid of, right? it's not about being obsessive. It's like, okay, where am I at? Like, it's not always, it doesn't, it doesn't have to always be just because we're trying to lose. Sometimes it's like, you know what? Like, am I actually maintaining in this rough period in my life or do I need to dial things in a little bit more? So I think we should. I get it. It's not really about fear. It's about that. I'm not upstairs sleeping again. I'm in yeah. my recliner. I can't yeah. sleep laying down. I have to sleep sitting up and it's just like all of that's been happening for the last couple of months and now it's required for at least a week. Yeah. Um, so I'm just not up where my scale is. Yeah. Maybe just bring it down where you're at for the week. Okay. Uh, that might be a, that might be the solution. 
I'll negotiate that with my wife and see how that goes. But yeah, I can do it for a night. Listen, negotiation is like your health matters and you've worked really hard to get here. And I think that right now our goal is maintaining until you get through this rough patch. Like, I don't want to push you right now. I want to ensure that we're like maintaining because that's important. And, you know, I literally was just talking about weight regain and weight rebound weight gain. You're not in that place, but you know, we just want to make sure that we're keeping tabs of things, you know, and, and maybe that will be like, all right, maybe I need to start figuring out where, you know, I need to make some adjustments to things. So, but I think that that would be a great thing for you to go ahead and just to see where we're at, because according to that, we are up a little bit, which I would expect because it's coming off of, I mean, you haven't weighed in since the games. Yeah. Because, you know, no, maybe you did once after. Did you once. I think you might've waited once after the games. Yeah. Um, and that was it. Because, uh, you know, with the, the, the prednisone and the, the, all that stuff, like, we knew there was other things going on. So I think we should definitely get an idea. So the last way and I have for you was, let's just take a look. August 15th was my last way in from you. That's logged in there. So right before the games. So I think that, I think we should. A week after. Huh? A week after. Okay. Oh, was it a week after the games? Okay. So I think that, I think we should get away in just to see where we're at. Um, and just kind of figure out from there, like what steps we need to take. How has your nutrition been? Decent? Uh, this weekend has been trash. Like trash in terms of what you're eating or trash in terms of like you just haven't been eating enough? Um, Probably a little bit of both. Okay. Um, I, one, I had a big, huge honking thing on my nose. So, and I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. So I had to cut everything into like itty bitty pieces. Okay. Um, and so it was whatever was convenient to do that with. Um, and then, and then I wanted a little bit of comfort food too. Cause like, I just felt bad. Mm -hmm. Um, but today, yesterday and today I've been back on track with, yeah. because I got the thing off my nose and I am, uh, uh and I'm back to where I want to eat better food. And now yeah. I can breathe and I can actually hold food in my mouth without suffocating. So this is um, also, this is a, this is a great, this is a great episode. I think that you were thinking this was going to be a quick, quick recap, but I'm, I'm here and there's some, there's some coaching to be done today. That's what I'm hearing. And I, and I like this for you because I think it makes you a little bit vulnerable, but I think it's, I think it's good. So I think that one, it's okay to, want to have something a little bit different for comfort, right? Like, but if things are going too far in that direction, like, right, if that's where we're like, it's been a shitty weekend, it's important for us to realize how we react to stress um, and how we react to these situations. Because once again, the self-monitoring is these are also situations that have likely caused us in the past to start the ball part or start that ball rolling into those negative behaviors of like whenever you're stressed or whatever you do this. I don't, I'm not saying that that's where you're going because you've made such progress that this weekend of you doing that wouldn't really be a big thing. But if you look back over the last three, four, five, six weeks, you can kind of start to maybe figure out is, 
are things kind of, is it a little bit easier right for, right now for me to go into that comfort zone or into that comfort food mindset? Or was this really like a one-time thing? Like you think about that and it's, there's not a, I don't have the answer. You have the answer. Only, you know, where so when I go into those days, it, for me, it's, it's two days and I want to go back to right to where I was eating. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't feel good after I do it, but I just was like, I I just, I couldn't move. I was groggy from the anesthesia. I was like all those things. And all I wanted was like food that made me feel better because mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything else. I couldn't get up. I couldn't move. Yeah. Well, that's right. Like, so let's go into this. Right? Let's go into this. Did the food really make you feel better? Uh, temporarily. Yeah. Temporarily. It gave you a little fix. And then what happened afterwards? Did you feel better or worse? Uh, worse. Yeah. And that's the stuff that like, I like to build awareness around because it's not, it's not bad or good. It's not right or wrong. It's just understanding like how we react to emotions, our decisions so that in the future, are they really worth that or not? Or is it like, no, today I really do just want to be able to enjoy a slice of pizza because I like it. Not because right now I'm in a shitty place and I want to have a piece of pizza, like very different mindset. One is like, I want to enjoy the pizza for enjoying the pizza. Two is like, I'm in this shitty place and that's going to make me feel better. And it really doesn't. And so I like, I like people to think about this stuff. You know, I, I like, I like to, you know, cause we all react to stress differently. I mean, my vulnerability, I will make myself vulnerable in this situation so that you're not the only person. When I am in stressful situations, I am a chronic undereater. I will try and control and I will focus on that because it's easy for me to find myself success and control in that aspect of things. That's how I do that. And I express my anxiety by training more. I will go into the gym and I'll feel like I need to do more work in the gym when I really don't. That's the stuff that makes me vulnerable and making you just as if I'm making you vulnerable, I'll make myself vulnerable here too. And I have to sometimes ask myself, did doing that extra workout today really make you feel better? Or was that just a temporary relief to what you were not wanting to feel? And oftentimes I'm like, temporary relief wasn't really worth it. Now I feel worse. So just things to think about that I I feel like people can learn from everybody. And, and we all have it. It's not always, it's not just food. It's not just exercise. It's, it's drinking, it's cigarettes, it's whatever it is, it's our freaking iPhones now that people can't put down because they're like, they need that dopamine hit. They're literally avoiding dealing with life by going through Instagram and watching other people's freaking highlight reels. So my little coaching talk today. Well, and I I think one of our listeners reached out to me today um, and I'm not going to say her name. I, she said it was okay. I did, but I'm not going to say, and, uh, I'm trying to find it here real quick. Um, So what she said was, how goes it? Maybe you can give me some encouragement here. I'm trying to lose a very small 15 pounds. I've been so good cutting out stupid food, sugars, large portions, and drinking pretty much water, water, water. Uh, So boring. I'm ready to just give in to sugar-laden snack. Uh, Any coping mechanism you have when this feeling sets in. And I think that's exactly what I was going through this weekend and so why it's pertinent. And then I asked her, because I said to her, we all fight that kind of stuff. Um, 
Some days I can give, I can give into it. Some days um, I don't, some days I can, I have the fight in me to not give into it. And other days I just try to fit it in my macros. And I think like this weekend I didn't, I'm not tracking. So it's made it. So it was, it wasn't even like um, counted out what I was doing. I just was doing it. And so probably why I feel like I was way off. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I said to her is um, Cheryl's amazing at substitutes um, that give you the sensation in a healthier way. And I told her I would reach out to you to see if we could substitute. And she said, what she is craving is sugar laden, sugar and cream laden coffee, kettle corn and her homemade chocolate chip. So, yeah. So let's, can you, um, cause I want to, I want to really dive into this question. Um, can you go back to the first part about what she said she's currently doing to try and lose weight? And I just want to break those few things down right now. She said she was. I've been so less, good cutting out stupid food. Cutting out sugar, stupid food, sugar. Sugars, large portions and drinking pretty much water, water, water. Okay. So those are her four strategies for trying to lose weight. Okay. Cutting out stupid food, watching her sugar and alcohol and drinking a whole bunch of water. Okay. So when we think about building a diet that we are looking to lose fat on. Okay. We have to focus less on the fat loss journey and more on maintaining that lifestyle, right? Because the goal isn't to lose fat only to regain it. The goal is to lose fat, to maintain it the the rest of your life. So when it comes to all these things that she's removing in the back of her head or his head, they're thinking I'm removing these things until I get to X weight. And there's a feeling of restriction in that mindset. Whereas if instead you're building a diet where you're eating a high quality diet and you understand that sugar is not the enemy. There is no stupid food. Food is freaking amazing. (laughs) It all tastes good. I mean, food just tastes good. And knowing what matters most to achieve your fat loss goals isn't about restriction. It's about building that diet that finds you feeding yourself enough so that you're satiated. Because if you're not, if you're under eating, you are likely going to have more cravings and fitting in those things. There is nothing. It's funny. I was just listening to an Instagram thing today. There is absolutely nothing wrong with sugar. Sugar is no worse for you than a lot of other things in life. And I'm not telling you this because I want everybody to go pound a a freaking pound of sugar. There is nothing wrong with sugar. Sugar fits into a healthy diet. Just like everything else, there is a moderate amount of sugar and there are implica- there are places that it gets put where it shouldn't be. When we are eating it in a place of stress and chaos and we're eating it because we're tired and we're going to it's it's very easy to overeat, then that's a different story. But fitting a little bit of sugar in is going to allow you to maintain your diet long term. A piece of candy sometimes is is what you want. And if that one piece of candy stops you from eating 20, (laughs) then you should have that piece of candy. So I think it comes down to when you're trying to lose weight, you have to stop focusing so much on the weight loss goal and why we're having this conversation about self-monitoring. Because you have to realize that instead of identifying as, hi, I'm Cheryl and I want to lose 15 pounds, it's Hi, I'm Cheryl, and I've maintained a weight loss for the last six years because I took the time to change my habits. And that means that sugar is part of that. 
you can't swear off food for the rest of your life or you're literally going to be miserable. Sorry, just the way it is. So, but also like Scott said, this is why I do follow and I want to, I don't even call it a macro based approach. I call it an accountability approach. We keep a food diary and we ensure that you're getting in enough nutrients so that if you want to fit in a slice of pizza, you can fit in a slice of pizza, but you know that you're covering the basis of what your body needs. So, and it allows us to make sure that we're feeding you more. I think people also, when they're trying to lose weight, they think less is better. If I can maintain on less calories, then I'll get to my goal faster. And that's not the truth because your body just adapts faster. And so if you, just because you can diet, cutting out all those foods and eating a super low calorie diet, doesn't mean that you have to. What if you felt really good on around 1800 calories as a female and you know, you're working out your 45 minute CrossFit class and you're getting some steps in and you feel great. What if you never had to drop down to 12 or 1300 calories? What if you never had to cut out your favorite foods? That's the whole goal. So that's my other two cents. And man, this is, this episode's getting good. Hopefully that was helpful. And hopefully that person's listening. So it's funny you say that because that's something that you and I have been working on for a long time is like, I, I am a, I am an under eater when I get to stressful situations generally. And when I am trying to be restrictive on myself, I'm restricting. It's restricting everything, not just the one thing that I'm trying to restrict. And then my proteins were so low and my other things were so low. And so I, I wasn't losing weight because of that. Mm -hmm. And it, we had to really focus on like, I have to hit 200 grams of protein minimum a day. And so I can't be over, I can't think restrictive. I've got to think like, I've got to get these things in. And as I'm being accountable with the tracking, I'm showing that I'm not putting in an unreasonable amount of carbohydrates with that. Yep. People are so afraid to eat, so afraid to eat yet in their fear of eating, they eat too much. So afraid of being like, like if I give a woman 200 carbs a day, she's like, oh my God, that's so many carbs. I'm like, girl, I eat 500 carbs a day. 200 grams of carbs a day is not a lot of carbs. I'm not going to make you fat. I know your goals. Like my goal is not to have you sign up for coaching with me and put 20 pounds on you. My goal is to get you leaner. And guess what? I'm going to get you feeling really freaking good in the process. Like that's the goal. So it's just, it's just crazy. And the numbers... And then when people go off like you this weekend, right, you weren't tracking this weekend, you know, they don't realize how many calories they're consuming when they're not being aware because they just don't realize how many calories are in little things. And it's because a lot of the foods that we eat, we're not focusing aren't high in carbs. They're high in fats and the combinations of fats and carbs together makes them even more caloric. You know, like people think chips is carbs. No chips is carbs and fats. There's about 15 grams of carbs and about seven or eight grams of fat. Calorically, that's about equal. So they're equal parts. You can look at the labels and see this because it'll tell you 30% uh, calories from fats and so many calories from carbs. You can see this on your food diet, on your food journal. So you're right. You, It's like people are so afraid to eat and then they're so afraid to do that. And like sometimes the solution is you got to learn how to eat. That's why I preach this all the time. I don't want to teach people how to diet. I don't, I want to teach people how to eat because that's, what's going to get them 
to live lifelong in their lean bodies. I love that you guys are not afraid to eat. I love that, Lex. See, we're yeah, going to be Lex good friends. Carolyn are not afraid to eat. We're going to be we're going to be good friends, and we see each other next year because I'm going to be there with you next year at the games because I know Carolyn's going back to the games next year. So, but yeah, I mean, so. On just a lighter note, I don't know if you saw the video of Carolyn, her athleticism at after a mismatch at the NorCal Classic. Did you see I, it? I did not yet. I have to. I have the video still loaded. I'm going to play it real quick. Oh, please do, because I don't. I haven't gotten Maybe. to get on social media as much. <laughs> oh my god. That is awesome. Here it is in slow-mo. Dude. Okay. So when she retires from CrossFit, I'm thinking like some kind of dance, man. Like, what is that? Like break dancing? That was flat up. Like, do you guys, I, I was a video gamer when I was a kid. I don't know if anybody else used to play the game uh, Tekken. There's a video game called Tekken. It's an old, like, it was kind of like Mortal Kombat, but it was like this, it was like the PlayStation version of it. Uh, and there was a guy in there, I think his name was like Johnny or something like that. And he, and he was like a breakdancing, like karate guy. That's all I was thinking of. I have to think about his name. So Eddie, well, Eddie something. You know, like she's won like 12 national championships in five different sports. Yeah. And one well, of those, one do. That's So that's exactly what, I, that's funny. Eddie, Eddie, he was like this breakdancing, uh, like uh, breakdancing, like martial artist. Um, Alex says she has a great rhythm for dancing too. I'll make sure she gets into break dancing. The old worm, the old worm. Anyways, yeah. So I feel like <laughs> we need. We actually need to do some work this week, Scott. I think we do. I think we need to get on the scale. I think that we need to kind of get back into tracking a little bit because I think we need to get back to figuring out where your calories are at, where you're at with protein. Just getting you back into at least for a few days to kind of see, I think that for this week with the expectations aren't so much on perfection on macros or numbers or foods. It's like, let's just take inventory. Let's do the food audit. Let's see what's going on. Um, you don't have to change anything of your typical diet, but let me just see it. Even if you're taking photos of it and sending it to me, I'm fine with that. If you don't want to get back into tracking, but let's get back to some accountability on portions I, I, and all that I stuff. Need to do the tracking again. All right, let's do it. You said it, not me. I said it too. So I think expectation. I'm more aware of it when I'm tracking. Yeah. I know, like I know about what I'm supposed to have. And, but then when I'm tracking, like I, then I know, and I know like I got to get more protein in or I've got to get, like, it just makes me more aware of what has to happen. Yep. And just know at this week, it's going to be hard. Like every yeah. day you're going to have that like, I just got to get back into the habit. You know, once you break the habit, it's hard. Okay. So I think some accountability for you, maybe on your Instagram stories, you should post at the end of the day, screenshot of your tracking. Okay. Part of your, part of your weight loss journey. Boom. Instagram. So all your followers are going to know that you are back on track with tracking your food just for this week. It doesn't have to be forever. And maybe, maybe we are getting started again, but at least she has, and I don't care what the numbers look like. I don't like I right now, as long as you're getting in enough protein, um, let's just kind of see where things are at. And then we'll use that data for next week. I think that's the also thing that the other thing that people screw up so much is that they just go right back into like 
back on macros or back on numbers or back to this, get a food audit first. Like, let's see where you're actually at when you're like, just not thinking because that data helps us figure out where we should be to start tweaking things. That's the very important step that people miss. Cool. But uh, So you, you know, the person that, that reached out to me, um, let's, if there's any substitutes we can do. Yeah, for sure. So get those to her. we can do that offline, but let's, and then we can talk about it next week about what we sent uh, as yeah. substitutes for that. Yeah. I we're running that, a little bit long today and I'm tired. I know. I think that I want to know uh, what her, if she put in that message, what she's really craving, that's going to be super helpful. So if she's listening, if she didn't she put did. that in there, oh, she did. Okay, cool. Let's do that. So, and then next week on the episode, we can kind of talk about what we, what our suggestions were, suggestions, yeah, suggestions were. And you know who's great at suggestions is Lex and Carolyn. They yeah. are supportive of me in this journey. Like I get recipes from them that are awesome as well. And Lex is saying, get 10,000 steps a day in. Yeah. yeah I'm, I, trying to get, I'm trying to get at least 45 minutes on the bike right now. And then I'm going to try to start walking the yeah. dog again. My zone two right. sessions. That's what I do. Zone two session. I'll do. I did a sixty minute zone two today, and I literally all just put on. What did I put on today? Oh, I watched a mayhem video today. That's when I catch up on all my CrossFit stuff. I try and catch up on that stuff. So, but unless I'm burned out by CrossFit, then I'll look at something else. But yeah, all right. I was off all weekend. I actually dove away from CrossFit a little bit. So good. Um, but yeah. All right. And then my shit the bed so um, so we're gonna give our listeners some some tips um we'll put them out for you guys next week as well um and let's we'll have a little bit of an update on on weight and see how your food diary looks this week all right and we and i will post my food yep. macros every day just of- a little screenshot and you can tag me in it okay it'll happen all right. let's all right. do it thank you everybody thank you all the people in the chat, you're so awesome. Kenneth, thank you for all the kind words. Um, Sarah, Lex, Carolyn, uh, Holly, Jeffrey, man, Elise? everybody. Awesome. Elise, Jody. My gosh, I'm going to miss so many. Mike McCaskey, Philip Kelly, Yon Clark, you're all awesome. Thank you Mike so much. Me. We'll see everybody next time on the Clydesdale Media Weight Loss. <laughs> C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C4Energy.com. That's C4Energy.com. And now back to the interview.